Today on The Good Word, we're talking about oil in the scriptures. This was before the days of machinery and car engines, so oil in New Testament times almost always means olive oil. There are olive trees all around the Mediterranean, and olives and their oil are staples. And olive oil is used in ceremonies, in lamps, and our focus today for healing. In the book of Mark, we read about the laying on of hands and anointing with oil for the sick. In chapter 6, Jesus sends his apostles out to preach and to heal, and here's their report from that chapter after their return. And they went out and preached that men should repent. And they cast out many devils and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. And this wasn't a new invention in the time of Christ. The use of oil for healing and purification was part of a tradition that had existed for hundreds of years. In the days of Moses, Aaron and his sons served as priests in the portable tabernacle. And we read that Moses, quote, poured of the anointing oil upon Aaron's head and anointed him to sanctify him. Olive oil was also used in the temple in Jerusalem. Concerning that, here's what Elder Dallin Oaks has to say. The Old Testament frequently mentions anointing with oil as part of a blessing conferred by priesthood authority. Anointings were declared to be for sanctification and perhaps can also be seen as symbolic of the blessings to be poured out from heaven as a result of this sacred act. In the New Testament, we read that Jesus' apostles anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. The book of James teaches the role of anointing in connection with the other elements in a priesthood blessing by priesthood authority. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. Another possible symbolism comes from the oil press itself. The first pressing is simply the oil that comes flowing out of the baskets of crushed olives all by itself, without any pressure. That's the pure olive oil used for anointing at the temple of the time. The second pressing is with heavy weights. This oil is used for cooking. And finally, by adding even more weight, the crushed olives are pressed as much as possible, yielding the last drops of oil, which is only good for burning in lamps, among other uses. When Jesus begins the process of his atonement for all of mankind, he goes to pray in what the scriptures call a garden, meaning a vineyard of olive trees. In fact, this grove of olive trees still exists all along the feet of the Mount of Olives today. The name of the place, Gethsemane, is a Greek word which comes from the Hebrew words get and shmanim, meaning the place of the olive press. Like the three pressings of olive oil, Jesus also left his disciples to watch and pray with him at a distance as he knelt alone in Gethsemane, taking upon him the crushing weight of the world's sins and sicknesses and sorrows. Three times he prayed that this terrible cup could be taken from him, but saying each time, Nevertheless, thy will be done. He took that bitter cup and drank it all. He bore the weight of all the ills and evils of the world, more than just a cooking staple or a source of lamplight. Now when we think of olive oil in the scriptures, we think of purification, of blessings being poured out, of atonement, 
and of the Holy Spirit of God coming upon us to heal and to teach us. Truly a symbol of holiness. And that's the good word. Good word.